Hello, everybody. Welcome to Versus Pop Culture. My name is Richard. With me is Greg. Hello. And Johnny. We <laughs> we are here. <laughs> it's it's a Saturday morning. Um, thankfully, no one got Wizard of Oz over by you guys, and it's Father's Day weekend, which is. I don't know how to celebrate. I have cats, but I guess the nice gift from the cats will be not waking me up before 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. <laughs> well, when you have cats, the cats just, they, they bring you a dead mouse or a live one if they're feeling particularly froggy. And then as you wake up in bed, you're like, oh, look, a mouse. Yeah, it's very and Godfather-esque. Thankfully, it's not a horse. And then the cats put on a show of affection. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen for me because most of the time when cats do that, they're, they're wired to do it because they don't think you can provide for yourself. So at that point, you should really reflect on what you are doing or not doing in your life where your cat's like, if I don't do this, you're going to die. <laughs> so thankfully, no cats have ever done that for me because they're like... He, he thick. He fine. He'll be all right. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. For you uh, guys, yeah. I got a quick question. Just before we really get into kind of what our week has looked like. I know we didn't discuss that we were going to cover this, but like, you know, Greg, your kid's a grown-ass man at this point. Richard, mm-hmm. yours is one of the most amazingly and emotionally in tune human beings I have met. And she is a third or a fourth or maybe a fifth of my age. <laughs> uh, basically a fifth. <laughs> oh God, I'm old. Um, going back, I hate to put you on the spot, but in celebration of father's day, what was the coolest thing to this point your kids did for father's day? Richard. Hmm. I don't know. Um, we've attended a lot of Father's Day Reds games. Okay. And I like those. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably go with that. Okay. Oh, actually, uh, yeah, I'll, I will. So <laughs> if there's one thing that frustrates me a little bit about Father's Day it's that Mother's Day occurs during the school year and Father's Day doesn't. Right. So, like, every Mother's Day, she would come home with these, like, elaborate art projects. <laughs> that are like, you're like, Mom, I made a portrait of you out of macaroni and framed it. Yeah. And then for Father's Day, she would just be like, hey, Dad, here's a card. <laughs> um, and I'm like, where's my, where's my macaroni? portrait um actually funny story about that uh julie and i want to say it was kindergarten um made this big laminated poster for amy that we will always keep um and it was about her mom and how much she loves her mom and why she loves her mom and one of the questions is i love when mom makes for me And they want to know what the favorite thing is that mom makes for dinner. Oh, no. And Julie, like, 
a lot of other kids her age, has a very small menu that she'll eat off of. <laughs> yep. And somewhere along the way, she was introduced to ramen noodles. Yeah. So she she had them help her write, I love when my mommy makes me ramen noodles. <laughs> Which means that her teacher immediately was like, oh, I didn't know that they were poor. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with ramen noodles. Like, Amy no, just likes That's... ramen noodles. Look, man, on a day that I'm, like, under my caloric demands for the day, I'm not going to lie to you. I will boil the water and throw some of that crap in because it's a super easy way to get, like, 600 calories in a single serving. I respect so, that, Jules. I respect that. That's that's some, like, that's the most pimp poster they made that year, and they don't even know it. <laughs> well, so one year she sat down with my mom and she painted this really cute canvas and it had a picture of me and a picture of her mom and a picture of her on it and she painted the Reds logo on it and she painted little crowns on our heads it was super duper cute that's awesome man that's I remember doing stuff like that for my dad but so it's funny because you guys are done school by Father's Day back home we go to school until the end of June like usually June 26th or 28th, like our school runs until the end of the month. But you guys start earlier than we did because usually it was, we were starting like the the Tuesday. So like a week, the weekend after Labor Day, that Tuesday, because we wouldn't go back to school on a Monday. I, I don't know why we already had a holiday Monday the week before, but we typically start usually around like day 10. So like the 9th, 10th, or 11th of September is when school starts in Canada, but then we go until the end of June. So, like, all you got to do, man, y'all just got to move to the Great White North, which is hot as hell right now, and she'll make you your macaroni art. There you go. Solution. Move to Canada. I'm good, thanks. Okay, that sounded a little bit spiteful. (laughs) I don't know that I like... I don't know that I liked your tone, Richard. Look, man, I can only eat so many meals of beans and weenies. Oh, my God. It's not England. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a completely different country. No, in, in all seriousness, I mean, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm building a house. I'm not moving to Canada. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is that is also very true. Greg, what is the coolest thing you either gave or received for Father's Day? That was, we didn't really celebrate a lot of that stuff. Okay. No, that's, that's, that's fair. I've I've gotten a few things, um, but nothing, just like little art projects and stuff like that. Since my son would, for Mother's Day, make Father's Day stuff. That's, hey man, that's, Greg's double dipping. That's awesome. (laughs) <laughs> Greg's like, I get two t-shirts this year. I don't have to go shopping. <laughs> no, that's cool, man. But like, as I said, and I know we've mentioned this on the podcast before, like the two of you are just like such proud parents no matter what. So, I mean, it's like you don't need to have a day to necessarily like celebrate that. Cause I think the fact that like, Greg, your kid's self-sufficient, he's doing well, he's, he's finding like some joy in his life, which is awesome. I think that's more a testament to like your abilities as a parent than just being like, I'm going to celebrate you once this year. 
Right. <laughs> Thank well, you for the eighteen thing. years before you kicked me out of the house. Here's 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 handprints on a piece of paper. Right. Well, that's just one thing I've always taught them too is, you know, don't do it because you're obligated. Do it because you yeah. want to. So like I like I would buy them. I would buy them things just because I felt like he needed something. Like you know, you get that vibe. Like hey, he's down or. Like things aren't going well or something like that. Like you just pay, try to pay attention to their feelings, and then yep. you know try to make them feel better type thing. Like I, I don't don't know why I would need a very specific day to do that. Yeah, I've always no, been like that I though. That. So yep, I I don't think it should ever be a thing where like you have to set aside the time. I mean, it's nice that they do that, oh. etc. But like, I want to be very clear. Yeah, I have told Julie very explicitly that Father's Day, my birthday, and a few other days out of the year, she is obligated to buy <laughs> things for me and to spend time with me. I'm like, yep, sweetie, uh, Father's Day, Daddy's birthday, our anniversary, those are all days that you buy Daddy something. And if you don't, just remember this, 362 days out of the year, well, maybe 361, we'll give your mom Mother's Day. 361 days out of the year are Julie Day. <laughs> we get those four days. Thank you very much. Oh, Obligation. That's so funny. Yeah, like it's just weird. Richard and I are completely opposite. <laughs> I was I'm like, great. He's just like super thoughtful, like insightful, just like really well balanced, like statement and perspective. And Richard's like, nah, fuck that. Buy me stuff. <laughs> and uh, obviously, I'm joking. No, no, no. I guess that was that was really funny. Um, I think for I think for myself, like obviously, I I have the two cats, but like for me with my dad, I think it was like the year we did the handprints on a T-shirt, and like it's a little awkward because he still has it, <laughs> and he still wears the damn thing. So it's not like this is. His shirt is twenty years old, man. I, I it's, and, and you like, know, so, like every time he wears it, some woman looks at him and goes, "Oh, how old is your son?" And he's 40. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, like, "Oh, that's oh, great." He likes art on t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so nice that your your son does that for you. <laughs> So all four of your kids still do handprint art on t-shirts. Great. <laughs> At that point, they called the neighborhood watch and they're like, watch that house. Um, no, it's, it's, it's cool. And I love seeing like my brother-in-laws and stuff. They get to do their thing. And I mean, it's, I think I'll probably strike a fairly decent balance once we have kids between like the way that both of you work. Cause we, I mean, jokingly, I, I think Richard, the way that you've raised your kid is, I, I think you guys have very similar styles, even though, like, for the lulls and just for entertainment purposes on this podcast, Richard's like, no, I am nothing like Greg. That's a lie. <laughs> so, no, that's cool. I'm glad you guys do that kind of stuff. Um, I know it's Father's Day tom- tomorrow. Yeah, today's Saturday. Jesus. I have no grasp of time anymore. Um, what did you guys do this week? What did you get up to? Uh, not much. <laughs> Good, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just, I spent a lot of time at work this week. I was oh, like, okay. I catch up with a lot of stuff from 
being off for two weeks. Right. And what did you do this week, Johnny? Um, I was playing house sitter to my mother-in-law and her, her other two cats, which the one is a little tiny furry orange cat. And he screams like a fucking banshee in the middle of the night when he chases his little fuzzy balls across the floor. And I feel like I have PTSD going home today. Yeah. I'm going to see those fuzzy balls in stores and stuff. And I'm just going to like break down and have a mental episode every time for the rest of my life. So when we got Mittens, which is our youngest cat, we we bought her at one point a whole pack of toys, and it included little fuzzy balls, but it also included the little hard balls that have a tiny little, like, jingle in them. Yep. And I think that those tiny little hard balls might have lasted one night. <laughs> because same thing and like my, my old house you, you were in it it's all on one floor yeah so it was you know we're sleeping and all of a sudden from the next room you hear but with a jingle <laughs> attached to it and right. then you would you would hear because she would be running on a hardwood floor and slam into the wall running after the damn ball and it's just like Oh, God, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. See, that would be fine. I could sleep through that. No. That's not what I get. I get original X-Man Banshee all over the house. Um, (laughs) No, it's actually been pretty good. I mean, it's (laughs) primarily they have a pool here. It's been hot as balls this week. This has been the hottest week we've had in Chicago so far this year. Um, Being able to do that. Ashley stayed here for a few days. Um, I caught up on some work I actually needed to do. And uh, mostly been just, you know, watching White Sox baseball and trying to relax and enjoy the weather a little tiny bit before, you know, it's back home, back to the gym, that kind of thing. Let my body heal up a little bit this week. And uh, then it's back to the grindstone. We're... uh, you're going to love this. We're going to the Cubs game tomorrow, and then we're headed off to Milwaukee next weekend to see the Brewers. I've never been to that ballpark, so we're going to go nice. hang out with a few friends. We're going to tailgate for the day, watch the ball game, and it's it's cool because it's actually close enough. We can just drive home as soon as the game's over. So it's, it, it's really convenient. We're pretty excited. Um, I think we're going to try to hit Washington this summer, and I think we still have our trip in July to Detroit. So... We're going to get six ballparks, seven ballparks this summer. We've been wanting to hit Washington, not the ballpark, but the city, um, yeah. for a couple years now. And it just sucks because something keeps stopping us. Like, right. you know, uh, last year it was Corona. Um, this year it was just not wanting to plan anything that far away. Uh, but I, I do think we're going to end up at Mac in Mackinac here, uh, next month towards the middle of the month. I, I, um, I don't know. We were talking about at one point possibly doing it in August and it's just like, I don't know when our house is going to be ready. Yeah. I don't want to plan a trip and book hotels and do all that other happy crap and then turn around and be like, Oh, by the way, uh, Turns out you're going to be able to close on, on you know August third, and uh, you can move in, and then us be like, oh, hmm, 
We already plan on taking a vacation that day. <laughs> so no, it's, but that's a, that's exciting kind of stress to have because it's, it's literally like you are getting the home that you both wanted. So, I mean, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's a little stressful, but I mean, it's exciting, man. It's, it's going to be cool when that finally happens. And then you get to look forward to a cr- bit of a crazy busy fall as well i i know you're gonna get a couple trips to chicago yet this year so three that. <laughs> yeah well and it was funny because you know amy I, I sent it to you but it was announced yesterday that gordon ramsay is opening a burger joint in chicago right and i, I amy's telling me about it and i'm just like when <laughs> and she goes, well, it's supposed to be either later this year, or maybe early 2022. And I'm like, oh. She goes, why? I said, she goes, it's. I, she goes, I guess it'd just be another excuse for us to go to Chicago. And I'm like, sweetie, we already have three excuses coming up between now and the end of October. <laughs> We're going there three times. It would be really nice if it would open one of those times. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't worry. We got you guys. We got your hookup. Uh, big pop up style. We'll just we'll give you a couple of the listings that we have for places that we haven't even been to, but we're pretty sure that you would enjoy because you still haven't been to the marshmallow place yet either. No, and I haven't been to that rock and roll place that you you like. The place that names all their burgers yeah. off of. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. apparently one of those in Indy as well. Like I was halfway tempted to just drive out there. And you know what? It might be a bit of a better experience there because i don't know that that state really has a vibe for death metal anyway so you're 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 probably it, it'll be easy to get in um but yeah that's that's something you definitely need to do as well um oh man it's 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 been a week guys it's been a week we uh we had a bunch of stuff we wanted to watch there's little some of it got watched of... <laughs> Listen, I didn't get around to Loki. That's fine. We can still talk about it. Between Greg and I, we watched everything, so I don't know what the problem is. Right. <laughs> um, let's kick things off first. I know last week, Richard, you you paid top dollar to watch Emma Stone as the prequel to the 101 Dalmatians franchise in the film Cruella. I begrudgingly waited until after the White Sox game. No, after Dynamite last night, because I watched White Sox oh until my 9. Gosh. I watched White Sox until 9. I watched Dynamite until 11. And then I watched Cruella till I felt like my eyes were bleeding, which may have been preferable to watching that film. Um, you're very much more the articulate human being in this scenario. Do you want to give them a rundown of what Cruella just the quick TLDR synopsis. I mean, it's the origin story of Cruella DeVille. So it's the origin story of the stylish villain from 101 Dalmatians who in 101 Dalmatians wants to skin 101 puppies to make a fur coat out of. Um, now, that being said... And I said this, I think, last week. Maybe I didn't say it on the podcast. Without going into a lot of spoilers yet, and we will get there. So if you're like, oh my god, I still haven't seen it. Um, 
there will be a point where we give you like the five minute warning and then we'd go into our spoilers. This does not feel like a movie that's an origin to 101 Dalmatians. Um, yes, it carries over a decent number of the same characters up to and including uh, the Ro- Roger and Anita uh, from 101 Dalmatians and Cruella and Horace and Jasper. Um, but it doesn't like at the end of this movie, did you get a feeling like this is a character who could be like, okay, I want to make a coat out of dogs. um i feel like some of the i did feel like this is some of the i don't know if masochistic is the right term for this i don't think it is um some of the unique psychological shortcomings of the character began to manifest by the end of this film Um, yeah i I do agree with that assessment, but I still didn't feel like by the end of it that I didn't feel like she was in a place where a year or two down the line, she would be asking for a dog coat. I mean, she was wearing the friggin' Dalmatian inspired cape at the ring. Yeah, but that was a, we're getting into spoilers. <laughs> it, well, I'll, I'll Dude, just nobody say, that listens to this show is going to watch this movie. Let's be totally honest. That was <laughs> that just... was a psychological ploy. That was obviously a psychological ploy. I don't know, man. Um, no, it was because it even worked on the intended target. I guess, but, but like framing someone else for murder, like that—that that to me says that there's some very serious issues. Okay, now we're definitely into spoilers. Okay, so um, hold on. Let me set a timer. <laughs> I, I, I know that more than likely we're not going to... Like, there's no one that's going to listen to this and be pissed off and be like, I was going to watch that. But I, I just... I prefer it from a politeness perspective just in case someone was. They can fast forward by exactly five minutes starting right now and avoid spoilers so anyway um i i did have some issues with this movie um being as who the character is and what she is known for i really did not like the whole setting up the opening monologue as like this like feminist thing mm-hmm. like I don't I've never seen Cruella as a feminist icon and I didn't like trying to like position her that way with the whole like I am woman hear me roar thing. Um I don't know. It could just be me. And obviously I'm not a female, so you know, if they if women like it, I guess I'm wrong. But whatever. Um it's a weird fictional character to really try to repaint well and oftentimes this movie has been compared to joker um but i think the difference is is that the the joker didn't really set this up set up the joker and be like oh my god he's someone who should be idolized now are there people out there that do yes obviously but 
they're not the type of people that you want to like see on the streets or in a dark alley. Mm-hmm. Um, now that being said, um, I, I overall relatively liked this movie. I thought it was, it was a little shocking to me how much I didn't hate it. Overall, I think the characters that I liked the most were actually Horace and Jasper. Um, I thought they were fun. Um, I didn't really enjoy the, I don't know how to put this, but I guess quasi character assassination of, uh, Roger and Anita. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, once again, it felt a little bit like it felt a little maleficent to me. Where like, oh yeah, we know that she's going to do something bad to these people in the future, so let's make them kind of deserve it a little. Um, and they were hoarding a hundred and one puppies. So, <laughs> Johnny, anything else you have to say before we get to uh, the end of our spoiler reviews? Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't need this character. I, the whole point of this character, I feel like doing these backstory things kind of kills the entire point of what kids are supposed to learn from these characters. They don't need to be sympathetic characters, man. They don't. It's. I, I, it's just so goddamn weird to me. It's so weird. Why? Well, <laughs> look, you can make a sympathetic character without going the directions that Disney has gone in these movies. But they don't need to do it for the characters that are supposed to serve as a cautionary tale. I don't know. I mean, don't, I guess I, I don't be I a dick. At... That's the end. That's the end result of this. Don't be an asshole like Cruella. Love animals. Don't hurt animals. Protect each other and animals. I don't need to know why the bitch is crazy. The bitch is crazy. <laughs> I guess I don't, I... I don't need some long-winded, oh my god, the backstory thing. Like, this, I, I this guess whole I... arc could have been solved in a novella of four pages. The end. I guess I look at it kind of like the um, the Marvel villains. Most of them are in some way sympathetic characters. So I don't mind giving depth to a villain. Mm-hmm. But similar to how I said Joker would seem like a really good movie if it also had Batman in it. Um, this movie felt a little more complete than that. But yeah, you're right. No, it, it's... It went out of its way to, I mean, I don't know any other way to put it, but like, she wasn't a villain at all in this movie. I mean, and and it wasn't even that she was a protagonist, like she was the hero of the movie. I mean, this, this movie at its core was a heist movie. Mm -hmm. Like you could take this movie beat for beat and, you know, if you change the fashion to maybe something slightly different, um, this movie is basically Ocean's Eleven. Like, you could replace this character with Danny Ocean, and it works. So, I don't know. I, I, 
like I said, I didn't hate the movie. I actually relatively liked it. Um, I still yeah. won't be allowing Julie to watch it uh, probably anytime soon. Not because of really any of the contents of the movie, except for what happens literally at the 10 minute mark. Right. Um, but there will be a point where she does watch it and I assume she'll like it as well. She's just, she's a little too young to see, um, some dogs do what those dogs do. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's that scene. I don't know. I, it's, this is exactly why I didn't want to watch it. And they did exactly what I thought they were going to do. And it's just like, I don't feel good feeling like told you so. Because I was hoping that they would give me something that I could be like, you know what? I was still like, I guess I'm just more agitated that it seems like a bit of a preposterous concept from start to finish. But if you want to watch it, go watch it. Uh, Make up your own mind. I think like the fact that we kind of have similar but varying perspectives on this, I think says that it's probably worth the sit down and watch. Um. Do so at your own peril, I guess. Okay. Well, that leaves us with uh, the end of our Cruella review, uh, which means we are uh, one-fifth of the way into the show. <laughs> Craig's like, nah, bitch. We, we have to. We halfway done. <laughs> uh, Gregory. Yes, sir. Did you watch Loki this week? Yeah, watched the first episode. And what did you think? Um, I liked it. I thought it's definitely something I want to watch, and I almost watched the second episode. So I said, like, nope, <laughs> got to wait. Got to wait for them to all come out. Okay. Yeah, uh, this is the first of the Marvel shows that my parents have decided they're going to watch. Like, they want to watch the other ones, but... Um, my parents watch a lot of like discovery channel and history channel shows. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of funny to me because like I have specifically told them like, you need to watch this. And then like given them blu rays or told them it's on Netflix or whatever in the past. And I'm like, you know, it's summertime. This is when you should watch it. And they're like, no, no, no. There's new episodes of bearing sea gold and there's new episodes of this. There's new episodes of that. And I'm like, Oh, you guys don't have any time. Okay. Um, but they have decided they're going to watch Loki as it comes out. And it's driven them a little mad through the first two weeks. Yeah. They're like, there's no more of this. It just ends. And I'm like, oh, you should have watched (laughs) WandaVision. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, it's, it's. I think that they're going to probably watch Falcon and Winter Soldier in a binge type scenario relatively soon. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so you you did like it then, Greg, and you you found it to be an interesting concept. Yeah, I thought I thought they did the time thing very well in it. Like it's like you you watch the trailer and you're kind of like, how is this going to work? And they kind of explained it really well. You know, that's what I like about like if you're going to put that type of stuff in there, make sure you explain it in the way that you, the way you want it perceived, right? Not just try to, you know, throw up just tons of different things like, Oh, you go this way. Then that becomes your new future is now your past. And it's like, come on now. It just doesn't make any freaking sense. 
way they were wording it. So I think they just did a really good job with it. And I really like Owen Wilson. Is it Owen Wilson? Shoot, what's the guy's name? Yeah, it's Owen Wilson. Yes. Owen Wilson. Yep. Good Lord, that's yeah. like the first I remember that. Um, <laughs> I liked his role. I think he plays it really well. So obviously I like Loki. So Or Tom Hiddleston. Tom. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. You, you got Hiddleston, it right. Yeah. I do like that it's a series where they're kind of almost getting to wrap things up that may have been left unanswered through Infinity War and coming out of it. Right. Um, they've, they've, it's the writing in this is very smart. Um, having them explain it to me in a way that makes sense is awesome because, like, I think anyone could probably watch this and be like, oh, okay, I don't know shit about F, <laughs> but. This this series has done a really good job making me feel less dumb about the timeline stuff from like the Marvel films. Okay, which is which is one of the big flaws I had with the Marvel films is they don't do a really good job of explaining what they're doing with the timeline. So this at least gives you some you know, uh, perspective on what they're doing. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I, I I have enjoyed what I've seen to this point. Um, I did watch episode two. It went in some interesting and different directions. Um, I there was some additional time travel in it, uh, which I really shouldn't be a shock at this point. Um. Yeah. Overall, though, uh, I enjoyed it. My parents enjoyed it. Um, Amy was not home and does not know I watched episode two yet, and thankfully she doesn't listen to the show other than what she can hear me record, and she's downstairs. So we're going to keep it that way since none of you all have it on social media. Um, yeah. I already texted her and let you know she she's kind of upset that you watched Yeah, she, she's probably asleep, so... I do not believe that, Greg. Uh, anyway. Unbelievable to me. <laughs> uh, so, now that we have discussed Loki and given me like a solid three minutes of dead air of me trying to vamp to cut. Um, <laughs> let us... Uh, you know, I'll tell you what I did watch this week. Uh, I watched Clarkson's Farm on Prime Video. Oh, okay. Uh, Clarkson's Farm follows around Grand Tour and Top Gear presenter Jeremy Clarkson uh, as he attempts to work his farm after the gentleman who worked it for the last decade or so retired. Um, <clears throat> now, this... This show's eight episodes long, and it follows a year in the life of his farm. Uh, so you're thinking to yourself, well, when could he have possibly recorded this? Because we've been in a pandemic. Oh, he recorded solidly six months of this in, in the pandemic. Uh, <laughs> and that is among the more interesting aspects of it. Uh, so the show starts in September of 2019, and ends in September of 2020. Okay. 
Uh, and throughout that... So this that, is what he did for Shutdown, was recorded this series. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he started before that, but yes. Like, they, they physically at one point, so he hires someone to work for him. And there is a point where he is physically sitting across from this guy, and they're discussing the fact that, like, this has just started, and holy crap... Um, but yeah, it's, it's actually, it's, it's more than a little interesting kind of where they went with it. Um, it started off with a, uh, like a horrific rainstorm hitting England, I guess, that ended up lasting like six weeks. Um, and then tailed into pandemic and then there was like a terrible drought and I I found it really eye-opening because there were a lot of things I didn't know about farming that were touched on in this. Uh, from an agricultural perspective, if you're like me and a complete and utter no- novice, novice, um, <laughs> no vice. Um, no Vijay? I, I, I think that it's pretty eye-opening, but it's all done very humor Build. Yeah. Um, the the guy who he has working for him is this twenty one year old kid who'd spent the last three years working his farm uh, as like a hired hand from the guy who was mainly maintaining it. <coughs> and this kid just like he cracks me up because like he reminds me a lot of if you've watched Grand Tour or if you've watched uh, Top Gear, he reminds me a lot of James May in that oftentimes his job is just to stand there and be like, okay, this is the proper way to do it. Okay, you should do it this way. And then like 10 minutes later, come back on screen and be like, why didn't you do it this way? And then yell at him. (laughs) Except for it's a 21-year-old kid. Um, So it was... It's it's pretty funny. Um, it has a little saltier language in it than uh, Grand Tour or Top Gear generally has. Um, but it's I mean it's honestly it's relatively educational. So uh, high recommend. It's on Amazon Prime Video. Uh, give it a shot. On the flip side of that, I watched Sweet Tooth this week. That series is goddamn weird, man. I I, I just I don't even. I... Well, I mean, you're watching a series off of the freaking clown from Twisted Metal, so why would you think it would be anything but weird? I hate you so much. Wait, is it a different Sweet Tooth? Yes. You bastard. You know it is. Just making me walk into these moments of frustration because it's entertaining to you. Now I get it. (laughs) Um, Based on a futuristic world where a virus hits humanity and starts... Humans start dying. They call it the sick. Um, But then other humans are starting to give birth to human-animal hybrids. There's a group called the Last Men. They're trying to eliminate all the hybrids because they think, oh, if we don't do this, we're going to be, we're going to lose our humanity. It's 
I don't know, man. I, I feel like this post-apocalyptic shit, we've just beaten it to death. I'm so tired of it. Everything that comes out is like, humanity is done. And I'm like, I get it. We probably are, but I don't need to beat over the head with it. Um, it's produced by Robert Downey Jr. and his wife, uh, based on a comic series of the same name. It's interesting. Um, Netflix. Netflix only series. So if you have any interest, if you read the comic, if any of what I just told you sold you on it, please check it out. Um, I don't know that it's going to be something that all three of us watch. I can tell you right now, Greg will not. <laughs> so it was, it was, it was all right. I watched a documentary on Queen with Adam Lambert, the kid that's been fronting the band for the last few years. It leads up to, I think, 2019 or so. Covers his time with like American Idol and all that stuff. Uh, unique story. I mean. It's there's there's been so much about Queen that has come out in the last few years that I think like it's probably just going to be repetitious for a lot of people anyway. Um, kind of a cool documentary. It was on Netflix as well. Check it out if you want. If you don't, what's I don't care. what are your thoughts on Adam Lambert and Queen? Like, would I think would you have you... a guy who has a background in theatrical performance that I think lends itself to singing for a band like Queen. Because let's be honest, the flair for the dramatic, Freddie Mercury was that dude. You know what I mean? Um, I think his vocal range meshes well. I think it's different but similar enough that it works very well. I mean, listen, Simon Cowell is not going to be a guy that is going to tell you that you are good at what you do. Simon Cowell is a big fan of Adam Lambert singing for Queen. And if you go back, I believe it was the final episode of their season eight, seven or eight of American Idol, I think is what it was. And Queen came out and both himself and the gentleman that won that season. Um, it was... Queen came out and they sang with Queen on stage. And I guess that was very eye-opening. They knew about Adam Lambert because Adam Lambert sang Bohemian Rhapsody for his tryout, for his audition on the show. So, like, people, I guess, had forwarded to Brian May. Um, and then he shared it with the rest of the bandmates. And they, they already had Adam Lambert on their radar because they had run through a gauntlet of different people singing for the band since the passing of Freddie Mercury. But this was the first time where they found someone that they thought they could put in place and be able to like continuously and be able to tour again. Um, Lambert hasn't sacrificed his solo career. He's still managed to do fairly well for himself, separate and independent of his performance and role with Queen. Um, I, you know, you're never going to replace Freddie Mercury regardless. There's, there's, there's nobody on earth that can do what he did. But I think you have someone who can honor the spirit of those performances and put his own perspective or taste or like flair to the position he's in without, its, without you kind of feeling like it's a disjointed performance. 
I think he's a good fit. I don't know that I would pay the prices to see Queen, <laughs> but I feel that way about almost every concert moving forward now, where it's like you're looking at between 150 to $200 to see a live performance. I just, it's not for me, man. Yeah, and that's, I, I think that that's probably my, and uh, like a me issue. Like, I understand that a lot of people do like to see Adam Lambert with Queen, but I don't. Queen was to me Freddie Mercury and the rest of Queen. Like, mm-hmm. take Freddie Mercury out of it, and Adam Lambert might be amazing, but he's not Freddie Mercury. No. Like, Freddie was such a huge personality that I just could not imagine going to see Queen fronted by anybody else. Well, that's why they say, like, and they announce, and, like, all the billboards and stuff say Queen with Adam Lambert. They don't say just Queen. Yeah, and previously it was Queen with a guy named Paul Rogers. Yeah. No, it was... uh, I enjoyed it. I learned some things that I didn't know about like the journey that they took um, as well as Adam Lambert. Like I didn't realize he had all that controversy from a live performance where he almost torpedoed his own solo career. So it's, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I think if you like the band, it's a good watch. It felt a little bit more like not a cheesy, like documentary that you'd see on, random TV before like they did a Super Bowl performance, but that's kind of how it felt a little bit. Um, but it was good. I enjoyed it. It was one of those things, just like seeing how the machine and how some of the cogs turn. Uh, it was good. And other than that, it's like I said, this week was a lot of baseball, a lot of pool time, a lot of barbecue, sorry, not barbecue, grilling, barbecue and grilling are two very different things. What you do for hot dogs is not barbecue. That's grilling. We need to get away and start differentiating the two. They're very different. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a good week, guys. And I mean, it's it's one of those things that I'm looking forward to us being able to watch the Burbs with Tom Hanks and Bruce Dern next week. And I'm excited to hear what Greg thinks of the next episode of Loki. I'm not going to watch it all until I'm not going to watch it until it's all done now. Um, I almost watched the other one. Okay, so this is a news story that's hit, and I would assume most of our listeners have heard of it to this point. But a gentleman who came in last in his fantasy football league had to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House. The only way he could get time off that was he got an hour off for every waffle that he ate. So, I have a three-part question. Question number one, how many waffles do you think you could eat to get time off? Question number two, what's your worst-case scenario for having to spend 24 hours somewhere, restaurant-wise? And question number three, what's your best-case scenario? I'm going to let Greg answer this first because I I have a sneaking suspicion I know where this is going to go and I think it'll make more sense if I follow his lead. (laughs) So there's not a lot of 24-hour places in general anymore. Like I was trying to think about this earlier. The only ones I came up with were like, well, Waffle House, 
Um, uh, White Castle has 24-hour stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think of like actual restaurants that do it. Like, there's not many. IHOP. IHOP. They're all like breakfast. Maybe maybe Perkins was at one time, but not anymore. Uh, Denny's, I think, is still twenty four hours. Well, yeah. Um, Do we Perkins, even have I think, is still twenty four hours. There are no Denny's down here. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's it's all like diners or breakfast places. Yeah. Oof. So, <laughs> how many how many waffles do you think you could eat to get time off? Probably six or seven over a period of hours. There's no way. I mean, past six or seven, I would just despise the taste at that point. <laughs> like it's it's like waffles are good, but I mean, come on, past one, you're like you don't see you don't get a stack of waffles. I don't. I mean, I think that I could probably end up getting like nine hours off without too much of a thought process. Like mm, yeah, you. I've seen you eat when like, you're hungry. I, you're like you smash it. Yeah, I, I think that I could eat like three waffles in a sitting three times without putting forth a lot of effort. Jeez, old. I'd be like, if I ate three of them, I'd probably just fall asleep for the la- for the next like three or four I mean, hours. It's, it's. I don't think that three waffles is any more food than three pancakes. I think it's actually less because of how fluffy and airy they are. Well, not fluffy, but airy they are. Maybe you should try it and let us know. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> See, i got to take a scientific approach to this, guys. I'm like, I know what the rate of digestion is for most of that stuff. I could probably average one an hour for 12 hours and then go home after the 12. Okay. But, like, I, I also know... the time frame? Like, do you... If you start this, can you, can you start it at 8 a.m. and finish at 8 p.m.? You can Oops. start it anytime you want. It has to be 24 hours. He did it starting at, like, midnight to make sure that he wasn't, like, taking up a prime seat in the Waffle House. Because he didn't want to take a table that, like, otherwise would have been, you know, steady, having five or six families come through for, like, dinner, whatever it is. So he he went later at night to make sure that he was avoiding the rush to not, like screw over a waiter or a wait person to make sure that they weren't like losing money. I don't know. Call me crazy. I would think he would almost be better off. Well, no, he spent what? 15 hours there, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I guess he would have been out by three. So yeah, I guess that's not that big of a deal. Um, so I'll tell you my, my best case scenario, I think would probably be IHOP. Um, IHOP has got a vast menu that I enjoy, um, and I love pancakes and crepes. So, <laughs> but it would only be the pancakes. So you would have to do like, and now depending on the size, cause those waffle house waffles are not small, man. They're like full as dinner plate size. Yeah, but they're not much though. I mean, like I eat one and I'm like, I need more food. Uh, I, 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 I think you, like this individual, are going to have to step outside and hock it up in the bushes at some point. Um, but anyway, I yeah, I, I, I would do probably International House Pancakes is my best case scenario. Uh, my worst case scenario would be Waffle House. 
<laughs> um, I just I don't like Waffle House very much. Like I wish that I did. Uh, my parents met at a Waffle House. Um, but it's just not my thing. Like I just I don't like it that much. Uh, uh, okay, Greg. What, what's what's your best case scenario? Ugh. I mean, it's one half dozen of another for me. Like I could do I I hop or Waffle House. It doesn't matter. One's a waffle, one's a pancake. I mean, what's your I hop does it? <laughs> I hop does have a better selection. Like you can get other things. Well, that's and that's the way I look at it. Is if I'm say six hours in and I've ate three pan or six pancakes, and I'm like, I can't eat another pancake, but I'm hungry. I could be like, Hey, can you bring me a burger? That's that's an easy way to make sure you're losing four hours, man. Yeah, like I'm not sure if I could take that in general. Like eating six pancakes and then six hours later eating a burger too. Like, come on now. Uh-uh. Pancakes are pretty dense, right? Well, I was thinking you'd eat three pancakes and then three hours later you'd eat three more pancakes. I'm telling you, man, just grab the water and just sip and one waffle an hour. Pace yourself because that's the only way you're going to survive that is like slowing it down and letting your body digest it properly. You don't know what my body can digest. I have a very good idea what most human bodies can digest. Yeah, you said and most on a human. very molecular level. I know how that process occurs. So tell you what, we'll we'll do this one day. One day, like next summer, we're gonna pick twenty four hours, and then that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go to Waffle House, and you're gonna do your three in a sitting. I'm gonna do one an hour. Drink my water. And we are going to see which one of us shits within six days or just pukes before the 10-hour mark. Do you see this? Do you see this? I this is a double is the... chin. All I see is like... I know lips. what my body oh. can digest. <laughs> you look like a South Park character. Your head's just <laughs> moving. I don't see the bottom half. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't, I didn't know that. Like That's how I see Greg most of the time. I only see him like from the top lip up. Yep. Oh, by the way, I'm uh, not, yeah, I'm not so doing that with you. By the way, we're we're gonna do it. Know. Greg's gonna Greg's gonna come visit. Greg's gonna have to bring me some Dunkin' Donuts coffee though, because I'm not drinking Waffle okay. House shit. That's 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 the caveat. I'll, I'll bring, Greg is gonna I'll, be. I'll be coffee guy. That's fine. Yeah, you're the runner. You're that. the runner. You I'll can go home. Go to bed. <laughs> okay, so six hours in after I've ate my two three packs of donut or three packs of uh, waffles. I, oh, can I and, change mine to Dunkin' Donuts? I forgot that's 24 hours. I mean, if we're going 24 hour donut place, so let's go Krispy Kreme. But um, you're gonna have to, it's gonna have to change based on volume, so we're gonna have to go like three donuts takes an hour off your time. Now, hold on. Three Dunkin' Donuts is way more than a waffle. I listen, I will do the caloric breakdown because that's what it's gonna end up being. So I will I'll look into it. We'll have a contrast comparison. Oh, I can tell you right now. Let's see. Waffle House 
Classic waffle. That's buttermilk waffle, is it not? It is. It is 16 points on Weight Watchers and 410 calories. Okay. Now let's look at a Dunkin' Donut Bismarck. No, no, no. You're going fancy. You don't get to like go plain waffle. Give me the craziest ass donut they have on the menu. That's not how that works. They do glazed donut. Bismarck isn't even crazy. Bismarck is a normal donut. It's just, just got go chocolate frosting on top and just, cream inside. Just go it. cake style, old fashioned donut. I'm what not doing cool, cake style. No one's eating that. No, nobody's eating cake style donut. A glazed. <laughs> I donut. love old fashioned donuts, man. <laughs> I don't. I'm saying I don't like them. I just said nobody's doing that. Like you get a yeast donut, like everybody else. A glazed vanilla dip. I'll give you that. I'll give you the vanilla dip. That's it. Okay, it's fine. It's good. Glazed donut is 240 calories. Well, of course, it's covered in fucking sugar. What? Yeah, it's like it's a normal donut. It's this is their basic donut, basically. What's what's vanilla dip? How many calories for vanilla dip? Hold on. <laughs> By the way, I got a really good one that I'm doing for 24 hours, and I know I could do this. I'd be out of there in like eight hours. Okay, I can tell you a vanilla frosted donut. Sure. Yeah, that's that's a dip one. Okay, 260 calories. I'd I'd still just do a plain donut, man. I could hammer those. So, But my point being, 260 calories is not a third of 410 or 420. Okay, fine. Yeah. You have to do two donuts to equal out with the fucking pancake, waffle, whatever uh, it is. You're... I could smash donuts. <laughs> you just smash it down. And I think it. the sugar is going to burn you, man. I think the sugar is going to burn you. I, I really, really, awful. really do. I could, I could actually, I could be okay with that. Okay, I think we have it. I think we have what we're going to do. We're going to go buy 24 donuts. And if you can get through 12, we'll call it a day. Oh, this is, brother, I can go pick up 12 donuts right now. It'll be fine. Oh, no, 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 I'm going to pick up the donuts. I'm picking up the donuts because my place is Taco Bell. Oh, my God. I've done you twenty tacos in a sitting. This this is not even a challenge. Now, hold you on. sat me down at a Taco Bell. No, no. This this is once again we're back to horseshit here, Go which ahead. I guess shouldn't shock me because a Taco Bell crunchy taco is only a hundred and seventy calories. Three, I can do three, three per hour. Boom, done. Yeah, I was saying, I guess that's... three in ten minutes. I don't know what the issue with that is. <laughs> I, saying, is. That... I wouldn't want to, man, because you're backlogging that shit. You're you're piling well, it I'm all up. Get blown anyways, what's the point of why <laughs> worry about? <laughs> the issue isn't three in an hour. It's when you're three hours and nine tacos in. It don't do it to me, man. I ate that party pack by myself, by my damn self, and then I had two hot and fresh, hot and ready damn pizzas. This ain't a thing. This ain't a thing. We got this. I'm going to be out of there in eight hours. <laughs> I'm just going to bring you coffee. So. Yeah, that's exactly it's exactly what my fucking bowels need on top of Taco yeah, Bell. Is I was going to say, Johnny's <laughs> just going to be in the toilet eating tacos and drinking coffee. Because it's going to be a one-to-one ratio. That is grease <laughs> lightning right there, boys. It is not going to be a good time. I'm going to be crying. I'm going to need a bidet and an ice pack. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do. Greg's doing donuts. Richard's doing pancakes. I'm doing tacos. We got 24 hours. 
I got to eat three to knock off an hour. Richard's got to, I don't know what the pancake allotment is. Greg, you got to do two, two donuts an hour to knock it off. But then whoever loses has to eat the remainder of what's left from what we purchase. Oh my God. I'm, there's no way I'm eating those tacos after eight hours. <laughs> I'll buy you fresh tacos. I'll buy the difference at the end. I guess to pick the taco place then. I have a oh, taco it's got to be taco hell, man. If I'm, if I'm eating tacos, I'm eating my taco place. I think this is what's going to happen. Donuts, pancakes, tacos. I think I am winning this competition no matter what happens. I'm oh, also going to be a... I'm going to be a lot happier than you guys, man, because there ain't no damn sugar in that stuff. <laughs> sugar sugar is where people are going to bail. Sugar is what's going to kill people. So that's – I like my odds. All I got to do is keep on the water and literally just get a really comfortable inflatable ring for the toilet, and we're fine. It's going to be that Jim Gaffigan skit where he's like, hot pockets, eliminate the middleman, just dunk directly in toilet. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, Taco Bell would be the place I could. The place I would not to, 24 hour. I don't think I'd like to do the waffles, man. I, I like and I, I don't think I'd want to do IHOP either. It's I have on multiple occasions wound up with a sugar hangover from having too much sugar and it feels worse than alcohol every time. It is the most miserable feeling in the world. And, like, there's been times I'd put back a 2.6 of tequila in one sitting, and I'd rather do that again than have a sugar hangover 10 out of 10. Okay. So, what are your Taco thoughts, Bell though? and anything sugary. <laughs> okay. You know, in Taco Bell, I didn't cross my mind because the Taco Bells around me are not 24 hours. They all have open and closed times. Um, That being said, I am more than sure that if I showed up at Taco Bell at 8 a.m., I could be out before they closed. Well, that's what I'm thinking, too. Like, But that's why I also said, let's just order the shit we need, go somewhere, and just hang out there. We don't have to stay at the damn restaurant. That's where Greg comes in. Greg. Every six hours, you got to go get the next run. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we're going to do that, I would literally pick my taco place because there's no way in hell I would not crush that many tacos <laughs> at that time frame. Let me just let you know. Like, if it had to be All a 24 right. hour place versus, you know, like Outback Steakhouse, I can I could definitely just, eat enough food yeah. to offset <laughs> the Outback Steakhouse. So, hey, Greg, we're, we're going to do this next summer. We are going to plan a weekend where we are going to do this on like the Saturday and just clear the schedule for Sunday. Cause it's going to be awful. Hey, hey Greg, you got to stay at what? Rodizio open to close or you just got to eat picanha every time they bring it around. Oh, uh, I, <laughs> I mean, they're always coming around with picanha. So yeah. dude, I would have the beat sweat so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that with Thai food or Chinese food too. Yeah. Okay, so no, I think I think we got I think we got a plan, boys. I like this. I like where this is headed. Uh, I think we have wasted enough people's time with this episode this week. Uh, that being said, if you're listening to this 
and you have a place that you would like to be stuck for 24 hours or don't want to be stuck for 24 hours, you can get a hold of me at Richard Versus or Greg at... Well, Gregory. Or Johnny at... Uh, apparently it's going to be the Guinness Brewery now because that's where I'm going to be stuck for 24 hours, and I'll see you guys later. Uh, you I can reach me at the Versus Podcast Twitter handle. It is Versus Podcast followed by an underscore... Or you can also get a hold of me at my personal account, which is Johnny Rudo on Twitter, or through our Facebook page under the title of our podcast. Greg, <laughs> I was just thinking we could probably do it at the ballpark too. There's so many different types. Yeah, of we would fundraise for it for the Reds Community Fund. Everyone donate money for these three assholes that are just going to sit here and eat this shit for the next 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh god you know in a different life where we were still doing uh head first slide we could probably pull that off i bet we could still pull it off now lisa still runs a te- team social right yeah <laughs> i don't yeah I, there's no way i no i'd rather just eat tacos i was just thinking about <laughs> Unless I get to sleep on the field. Sleep on the field, that's different story. Greg's just like, look, you already gave me the option for tacos. You can't take that away and replace it with ballpark food. There are no tacos at the ballpark. Hey, why don't we have tacos at the ballpark? There's no tacos at Great American? Mm, I don't think so. Oh, Richard, I hope you're so excited for that Sox game, man. I can't wait to walk you around that concourse. You're going to be so mad. (laughs) Okay. It'll be good. It'll be good. Have a good week, everybody.